August is winding down. We are almost at preseason, but for right now, we're going to be talking about some top five wingers, some top five mascots, and some top five logos on today's Locked On NHL. Your Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On NHL. I'm Jay Foster, one of the co-hosts of this Thursday edition of Locked On NHL. You can also find me at Locked On Blue Jackets. Uh, that is not Hunter Hodes. He is on vacation somewhere hot and sunny. Uh, stepping in is Nick Morgan of uh, Locked On Preds to uh, get mad about some wingers, I think, is going to be the first thing that we do. Uh, before we do that, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked on NHL and uh, Locked on Blue Jackets and Locked on Predators are all available wherever you get your podcasts. We're all on YouTube and we're also on the SiriusXM app. So, Nick, I'm just going to start straight off because I can see, I can kind of see where where this is going. Um, I'll just run through the top five very quickly. Uh, We've got David Pasternak in first place, Matthew Kachuk in second, Jason Robertson in third, Mitch Marner in fourth, Nikita Kucherov in fifth place. Is there anyone missing from there? Is there anybody missing? You know, here's the thing. To me, I'm trying to think out the best way to put this. To me, Alexander Ovechkin, still a top five center, or still, sorry, top five winger in this NHL. Um, You know, I just don't think there's many people in the NHL who does what he does as well as Alexander Ovechkin does. Just that pure sniper of a winger, the guy that can rip the shot, from anywhere. The only person who maybe is at that level is the guy who is number one, David Pasternak. No qualms with Pasternak, uh, number one, by the way. I, I also have to say, like, are, are people sleeping on Nikita Kucherov a little bit all the way down there at five? Like, to me, he would be number two on this list to me. I'm wondering if there's some recency bias here. Um, I don't know at the top of my head. Okay, even so he finished if, even if fourth, there was recency, he finished fourth in the seat in points this season. I didn't realize he was. I had a whole thing about how maybe Nikita Kucherov is starting to slow down, and then I've just looked up at where he was in scoring, and he had 113 points this season. So, uh, yeah. and I think he's, he's doing just fine. And I think um, second, I yeah. agree. I think Ovi should definitely be be in there. Um, but it's weird because I'm looking at this and I'm like, who do who do I take out mm-hmm. for Ovi? Um, yeah. And like. Mitch Marner, I guess, but that's still a tough, it's still I, tough. Yeah. I mean, the, the question I'd ask is, is Jason Robertson there yet? Like he had one really good season and a 100 point season. Like let's not take anything away from him and what he's done with the Dallas stars, but do you, you know, are we rushing a little bit, putting him ahead of, of Nikita Kucherov, like putting him on that tier? Like he certainly, I think had a, you know, as good of a season as Kucherov did last season, even though Kucherov had more points, that's the one I would maybe drop a little bit. Um, I, I, you know, you can convince me Matthew Kachuk second. I would put him at third. Uh, I would have Ovi fourth. And uh, yeah, I would I would have Marner fifth. Actually, you know what? The, the other person I might put fifth instead is Carl Kaprizov. That's another big omission from this list. Uh, I, I would maybe have Kaprizov 
in the top five there just because of what he's done and the volume of work he's done over the past couple of seasons. Yeah, I wonder also, is Miko Rantanen a candidate for top five? He had 55 goals this season. It's another good one. It's a lot of goals. Um, I feel like we had a, a ton of players this season that had like 40, 50, 60 goal seasons. I think only McDavid hit 60, but like I felt like there was a lot of 50 goal seasons here in the NHL. And maybe that's just recency bias. I don't know. But the wingers is such an interesting one because I think obviously because there's a much larger pool than there is for centers mm-hmm. um, and indeed for goalies as well. But when Hunter and I did the top five goalies a couple of weeks ago, we were like, right, okay, well, there's the top five. And then there's a massive drop-off from six. And now I'm looking at this list and I'm like, I could have, like, uh, Artemi Panarin is, uh, what, eighth, ninth on this list? Yeah. Again, I feel like he could be moved up. I think Marchand has an argument to be moved up a little bit. Brady Kachuk has an argument to be moved up a bit. Like, maybe it's a little bit of Homer bias, but I think uh, Johnny Gaudreau should be above where he is. Uh, he's currently, I want to say, 14th on this list 12th or 14th like it's it's a lot of really really good wingers in the nhl which might seem like a stupid thing to say but it was much harder for me to pick this top five in the wingers i think than it was for even centers defensemen any other and the other polls yeah i mean you you have so much of a volume to choose from and you mentioned there's some guys that we haven't talked about that had massive seasons like think of like adrian kempe with with 41 goals uh last year um you know somebody like timo meyer uh, a 40 goal season last year and it's it's crazy just how much depth there is on the wing position this year i mean guys like clayton keller we haven't talked about and i would put clayton keller is maybe one of the top 10 best wingers in the entire nhl right now uh, and, you know, he's somebody that I think finished, if I'm, if I'm counting correctly, like fifth, 15 in this list. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I believe so. Uh, yeah, just underneath Jesper Bratt, who I think also. That's another one. Too low on this list. But I'm also like, again, it's that thing of like, OK, so we move Clinton Keller up. Who do we move down? You know, if we move Brady Kachuk up, who do we move down? It's so difficult what i will say is uh we i have got kind of a look at the um the overall ranking and it looks like it's pretty close for the top eight and then there is a so uh pasternak kachuk robertson mana kucherov ovechkin uh, at six kaprizov at seven miko rantanen at eight and then there is a huge drop off in the t- in the number of like rankings after that and so i tell me panarin comes in after that but there's a big gap between eight and nine and so like it's tough it, it's tough to look and i'm like right okay if i want to bump adrian um i'm sorry panarin up a level do i bump him do, who do i bump down so yeah. i really i think i struggled with this poll more than any more than even the mascot poll and i thought the mascot poll which <laughs> we're going to talk about in a minute was uh was a tough one yeah i assume everybody's putting their team at number one uh, for that also a small qualm uh when we voted on this philip forsberg not even on the list and i think like i get it i think they went by like points uh last year and forsberg got hurt uh but i mean he's he's at least got to be in the conversation for top 20 right uh yeah i would put him up there he was another name that i was again surprised to see i also i was less surprised to see patrick line 
left off the list, but to my mind, he's probably up there. Maybe not top 20, but I think he's pretty close. Um, and then if you start getting into, okay, well, how many do you include? Because there's, I think the, the vague thought was you include one from every team, and then I think they were like, well, Oilers fans will get mad if we can't have McDavid and Dreisaitl on the list for the center's poll. So it's it's sure. tough to kind of work out. But yeah, I, I like Forsberg a lot. I think he is... Um, Super underrated in this in this league. Um, Jake Gensel is another guy that I think is is super underrated and did not make did not make the list. Um, it's it's an interesting one. I think I'm mostly happy with the top five though. If we kind of go back to go back to that, um, I do think I would swap Ovechkin out for Mitch Marner. Um, I was, like I said, I was fully willing to throw Nikita Kucherov to the Wolves and then realize that actually he's still sick. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess, I guess I take Mitch Marner out, which again feels wrong because I think Mitch Marner is a really, really strong winger. Um, I guess I'm thinking about Jason Robertson in terms of if he keeps having seasons like he's having, mm-hmm. um, like he's, he's the star of that, of that, well, Dallas Stars team. Yeah. So it's, it's really tough to to argue against him in terms of the season that he had this season, I think. But we'll see if he can recreate it next season. Yeah, fair. Um, In a minute, we're going to go from talking about wingers to mascots, which I think is much more important uh, in terms of of ranking. So we'll do that in just a second here on Locked On NHL. First, though, I've got to get you guys ready for the NFL season. And I've got some incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets. That's guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 were going to get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. As someone that spends approximately $700 a month on streaming subscriptions, that seems like a pretty good deal to me. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use. You can bet everything from spreads to player props and more. And it doesn't have to be the NFL. The MLB uh, playoffs are coming soon. The NBA is going to be back soon. The NHL is going to be back soon. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Kick off the NFL season with an offer you aren't going to want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL and also us, the LockedOn Podcast Network. Welcome back to Locked On NHL. I'm Jay Foster. That's Nick Morgan. Um, I appreciate a man who also has an underscore in the first section of his Twitter handle. Um, that's that's the kind of guy that that I appreciate. Um, yeah. Let's talk mascots because for me, there is a clear winner, and then everyone else exists. Mm-hmm. So if we kind of take the fact that Gritty is obviously the best NHL mascot out of the equation. How do you feel about the rest of the list? Which, for the people listening, uh, in second place was NJ Devil, which I feel like the name could be a little bit more creative there. Uh, third is Bernie the St. Bernard. Four is Howler the Coyote. And five is Wild Wing from the Ducks. Can I ask a question? Sure. Where is Yuppie? Where is That's Yuppie? A very Ar- good question. Arguably the most famous mascot other than gritty in maybe the entire world uh, when it comes to sports. And he's yeah, not was ranked in, 11th. Yeah. Ranked ra- seems... 11th. The, the guy is in the hall of fame, like the mascot hall of fame, the only NHL mascot to be in the mascot hall of fame. And you're telling me he's not even like top 10. 
He's behind. No offense, Jay. Stinger from the blue. No, I was gonna. I was fully gonna move Stinger down. Stinger's a horrifying mascot. Um, he's not as bad as like uh, my personal least favorite mascot is um the uh Oilers mascot. Is it Hunter? Hunter the Wolf or something? Yeah, it's like um because wolves shouldn't have abs, and it upsets me. It upsets me a lot when, when the mascots have like these sewn in abs, uh, and 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 Hunter has those, and I don't. I don't like it. Um, the other one I wanted to complain about is uh, Carlton the Bear is ranked last, and that seems unfair. I like Carlton the Bear. He's yeah. inoffensive. The kids love him. Um, he always plays in goal when they do the charity or the all-star mascot game, which I like, I assume, because the guy in the mascot suit is a goalie in real life. But I like Carlton, and I think Carl- I would have Carlton in my top five. And so to see him ranked last... Uh, a, you know, behind the horrifying uh, muscles mascot and whatever the hell uh, Vegas has as their weird lizard mascot. Like, yeah. that felt unfair to me. Yeah, Chance, Chance the Hilla Monster. Or Hila, or I don't know. I don't know how they pronounce it out there in Vegas. Uh, yeah, wouldn't you like to see, you know, maybe Carlton's the emergency goalie, the e-bug for the Toronto. Oh, I would love that. Like, wouldn't you just love to see a mascot come down, <laughs> like Pat and all, and just like, you know, yeet himself across the crease to stop like a one-timer from the other side of the slot? Like, uh, it, you, that you, would, you, yeah, that would spark so much joy. You that might make do, me a Leafs fan. Yeah. Might. <laughs> you, you couldn't do worse than Jack Campbell. Uh, let me tell you that. Yeah, I mean... I I mean, Gritty is obviously one. Yupi to me, like I just said, should be number two. Um, and that is just, you know, it's tough because it's it's everybody's personal preference in here. Like, obviously, I'm a big Nash guy. Um, you, you know, I think the other, the other I think, unique one, um, Bailey from the Los Angeles Kings, like the big lion, mm. that's one that's been, you know, good social media presence is always kind of, you know, in the mix of, you know, little viral moments and stuff yeah, like that. I will, I will on that topic give a shout out to SJ Sharkey, who um, I believe either the morning of recording this or late the night before posted, um, so Eric Carlson's oldest child loves mascots so much and loves sj sharky so much and obviously they're packing up to move to pittsburgh and so sj sharky went over with a camera and he took her like a present and everything and they did this like little goodbye video to i can't remember what his daughter's called but it was extremely cute and extremely good and made me really sad but in like a nice way um i'm a big fan of sj sharky typically i i think it's um it's a, it's, a, it's an easy mascot for the San Jose Sharks, but they've worked well with it. I like what they've done with it. They haven't tried to overcomplicate it by, like... The New York Islanders have a dragon for their mascot, which I guess that's better than some kind of horrifying anthropomorphic, like, fisherman in a, like, giant Sesame Street fisherman. But, uh... It's, uh, yeah, no, I like, I like Esther Sharkey a lot. Like you said, I think the Twitter and the social media presence is, is key to a mascot, especially, you know, you can't always go to games. Um, I will say, uh, I have a couple of really fun stories, like behind the scenes stories for, for Gritty. Um, so I went to the, the San Jose All-Star game back in 2019, had a ton of fun. Um, my friend worked at the time for, um, the NHL in their like digital marketing stuff. So she was in town and we were going to get brunch and she was like, Oh, 
sorry guys, I have to cancel brunch because I was going to, um, I need to meet with the flyer social media person and she can't meet because they don't know where Gritty's going to be. And so I love the idea that like Gritty holds the schedule for all of the Philadelphia Flyers social media and they just have to kind of follow him and see what he does. Um, The other thing was that during the skills competition, uh, Gritty stole a child. So (laughs) he just picked up a child and left. Yeah. Kidnapping. That's Gritty. Gritty's the one mascot that can get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like a perfect perfect storm of marketing, I think. With Gritty, that's what it is. It was everyone, he, he was released, and everyone was like, oh, we don't like that. And then Philadelphia was like, what do you mean you don't like that? Now we're going to like it even harder, just because everyone else hates it. And, like, that's how that's how Gritty happened, is, the, is obviously Philadelphia loves to hate things, but you're not allowed to hate it because it's from Philadelphia. So, like, just perfect, perfect marketing from Philly. And doesn't it seem like they're shifting towards the just bizarre mascots, like teams around the world? Like, you know, it's to be like, you know, the cute little animal uh, or, you know, in baseball, just somebody with a baseball on their head, like something, you know, super easy, non-offensive, non-terrifying to children. And then Gritty comes along. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, but then everybody with falls, this. But then everybody falls in love. And then, you know, it quickly transitions to oh, we got to just make this off the wall as possible. Kraken did that with Bowie. Like, definitely, like, part of the whatever genus of species Gritty is, Bowie belongs to that family. Yeah. Uh, the Atlanta Braves completely redid their mascot to be, like, some amorphous blob. Like, it's it's funny how Gritty just set the tone uh, for just all of these, like, chaotic, nightmarish mascots. Uh, that everybody fell in love with. Also, a shout out uh, to the last mascot that got into the top five, uh, because I feel like he was the original viral mascot star. Mm. Uh, and that was Wild Wing from the Ducks, just because of the whole, uh, he was, yeah, he was the mascot that fell into the fire trying to jump through the the circle of flames. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> back in the day like that's that's kind of what i voted on just like how many mascots have been involved in like weird iconic nhl moments over the year uh the uh harvey hound for calgary getting his tongue ripped out by craig mctavish that was another one that that's how i voted it's just what matt when have i seen these mascots do something completely off the wall i think that was that was how i voted on this i think it would be really interesting to look at a top five mascots voted by people who don't know the nhl just because uh, to me it's like i feel like gritty has kind of transcended the nhl you know like he was in um abbott elementary he was in the new season of it's always sunny in philadelphia like he has kind of transcended this niche space um in a similar way that like i think yuppie has obviously he's probably one of the more recognizable. I think Wild Wing also, like you said, it's one of the more recognizable outside of an NHL context. Um, And so I think because the NHL is so niche, it's always interesting to see what takes off and like hits outside of the, like the insular community of, of hockey fans. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I think that, yeah, maybe that's maybe Gritty's the end to kind of being up there with like Philly fanatic in terms of just everybody instantly knows who that mascot is or or Mr. Met from, you know, the New York Mets or, you know, basically just any anything like that. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would put Gritty and the the Philly Fanatic on on a similar pedestal. Philly's doing okay yeah. with with mascots right now, um, which you know that that makes sense for a city that has to like go out and like put lube on all of the lampposts whenever the <laughs> Eagles win. Yeah. It makes sense that all of their mascots are like horrifying eldritch beings. Yeah, oh, wait, waiting for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl when Gritty is jumping off of the, uh, <laughs> the, the jumping off the side of the art museum there and into a crowd of people. That's that's what I want. No. Um, that's what I just that's just what I want out of life. I think that would I think that would fix me. What's wrong with me? No one knows. But I feel like Gritty jumping off the side of the or like jumping off the side of Wells Fargo. I think would would fix me. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about another fairly contentious uh, ranking, I think, because, again, everyone has their favorite, and it's usually the team that they support. Uh, we're going to talk about logos in just a second here on Lockdown NHL. All right, we are back with Locked On NHL. I'm Jay Foster. That's Nick Morgan. Uh, we've talked about wingers. We've talked about mascots. Equally important in the game of hockey, I think. Um, but now we're going to talk about logos, uh, which there was really only one thing I wanted from the logo ranking, and they didn't give it to me. Um, but let's talk about the top five. Uh, number one, Detroit Red Wings. Number two, Arizona Coyotes. Three, Maple Leafs. Four, Penguins. Five, Kraken. There are a couple that make sense in here, and there are a couple that are just completely nonsensical to me. What What's your one nonsense one? The penguins being there makes no sense to me. That's that's the um, one that I had the biggest qualms with too. I I am a big fan of the Robo Pen logo from like the was the late nineties ish. Um, I don't like the current one. I don't like any of the colors. Like this is partially I don't like that they're using like sports gold. It's yellow. You know, um, it's 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 pretentious and I don't like it. Uh, but the the Penguins logo, like, I don't know. I just I don't like it. I think it's it's vaguely horrifying. This weird top heavy penguin skating through a triangle. Yeah. Um, I have no issue with the Red Wings. Obviously, universally recognizable. Um, you know, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, the is it the Gordie Howe jersey that, yeah. that he wears? You know, it's it's an iconic thing. Um, the Kachina in Arizona is my personal favorite. I think that is just such a baller logo. Um, beyond that, I don't really have any any super contentious opinions. I don't think I like the Maple Leafs logo. I think it's simple. I think it works. Again, it's it's universally recognizable. The Kraken logo is fine. Yeah, to, to me, the Kraken logo is the, the I love the color scheme. Um, you know, I love the jerseys. I love that like Navy and kind of like teal sea foam. Um, I, I like the jerseys more than the logo itself, but you know, I, I admire it. It's like kind of cool, kind of creative. Um, I, I'm with you. I don't have a huge issue with this top five other than I would drop Pittsburgh a little bit lower. Um, absolutely agree. Red Wings one. I would have put Toronto two and, uh, Arizona three, um, I'm, I'm with you. The, the Kachina Coyote is classic. I 100% love that they brought that back uh, for their main scheme. You know, the other one that it, that got left off, I think just from a historic standpoint, is Montreal. 
Like, I know it's just a C with an H, but it's one of those things where it's, you know, like the Detroit instantly recognizable. You see that logo, you know exactly what sport it is, what team it is. You know, you, you can maybe say the same for, you know, the New York Rangers too. But, you know, one of those two, I think I would have replaced um, with Pittsburgh. Um, let me ask you this. So, you know, we, we talk about maybe like some of the original six teams or older teams kind of having some of the more recognizable logo. Is there a logo that maybe you love from a creative standpoint that maybe not everybody else is like completely sold on as a great logo? So I really love, I don't know if it's one that I'm sold on that everyone else hates or isn't super sold on. I really like the Tampa Bay lightning logo. I think it's clean. I think it's simple. I think it does exactly what it says. Um, I like the, the jerseys as well. In Tampa Bay, it's really hard to kind of set for me anyway, because that, that's where I see the logo is on the front of the jersey. And so it's really hard for me to separate the logo from the jersey sometimes. But I like the logo and uh, I like the jersey as well. I think Tampa Bay is an, a, a, a stealth pick for, for my top five anyway. That's a good one too. Yeah. The, the one I was thinking of, and I think this wound up being um, 14th, some I think 14th in that range, maybe 15th. Uh, I'm doing a very rough count right now. Uh, and that's the Minnesota wild. Uh, it seems like a lot of people either really love the wild logo or really hate this, but I love like the collection of nature, the giant bear head, like the stream forming the mouth and like the North star for the eye. I, I just, I've always loved that look. I've always loved the green and red. I am a huge fan of those original Minnesota wild jerseys. Like, you know, the all green with like kind of like the gold striping and yes. just like the weird, like weird font numbers and stuff like that. To me, that was like one of my favorite jerseys ever. Had no connection to the wild whatsoever, but I absolutely wanted uh, a, yeah, a Minnesota wild jersey. Such a, It's such an underrated logo. I think because a lot of, I, I think the, the wild is such a weird team because obviously like hockey is massive in in minnesota but i feel like the wild are always kind of almost an afterthought somehow um which is which is weird but i agree love the logo um another one that that i like is um i like the i've lost it now um the king's logo again i think it's clean i think it's simple again instantly recognizable um i do kind of miss the purple jerseys but um here's here's a question for you because i was thinking about it what team would you put in the top five if they were using maybe an older logo so oh. for example for me i love the um the flying skate uh logo from vancouver, from vancouver yeah. to me that would catapult the canucks straight into the top five buffer slug is another is another good one from really from the buffer Lines, slug from what 2008 i think it was yeah um so what do you have a logo from like the past that you really love? It's funny because everyone hates the Buffa slug. Like it's kind of wild. So to hear that you, you would have put that in the top five is kind of wild. No, I love I think I think it's it's just it's so weird. Yeah. I love it. Like it's like the 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 weird the uterus t- Dallas one. The, what yeah. is it? The Mooterus? Like the Mooterus, um, yeah. Again, vaguely horrifying, but I do kind of love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the one that I think instantly comes to mind is the ducks 
like everybody loves like the old wild wing logo with you know just the, oh the one that was on the reverse retro yeah just like you know yeah. like the, the yeah. jason mask and with the bill on it you know i think that that was instantly recognizable the the green uh slash eggplant color combo that was super unique and it's you know in one of the best disney franchises of all time so that's one uh that i would have put up there um, and the other one I would put up there is I really loved the Florida Panthers old logo as well. Oh, interesting. I feel yeah. like a lot of people either love the old logo or the new one. Yeah. And the, the new one's fine. Like, it's nothing special. It's just a panther with the word Florida on it. Like, it, it looks cool. Like, it looks clean. But there's something just terrifying, you know, <laughs> in, but it, like in a good way. Just about like the, the, the full panther with the claws out jumping the full panther the always reminds me of roberto luongo and i'm not sure why yeah. but like for me that jersey is kind of synonymous where with when he was playing um a weird florida panthers fact is i can't remember which way around it is but i discovered during the stanley cup playoffs this season that the the home jersey and the away jersey have different logos one says florida and one says panthers mm, and i'd never yeah. noticed that before and i don't know if i <laughs> i don't know how i feel about it um i do know how i feel about the blue jackets being ranked last uh which is that i understand it does make me sad um the blue jackets are another another team that have a really cool secondary logo so the like the circular cannon logo i love that one i think that's again top maybe not top five but a top 10 logo in this league i do understand that everyone hates the current logo it's not great it's better than the old one but it's not great. It does make me sad that it was dead last um, when you've got logos like Chicago, uh, like 16th in the league. And I hate that logo. Yeah. Yeah. For, for a number of reasons. Uh, We're not going to get into it. Both, we'll on, yeah, both, both on and off the ice. Uh, yeah. I mean, Columbus, they started with just like the weird red candy cane looking CBJ with the stinger on the side. I do love the old like stinger shoulder shoulder patch. I do think that was good, but everything else about that jersey was bad. Somewhere there is still a Jeff Sanderson uh, Columbus Blue Jackets jersey in my collection somewhere that had that the stinger logo somewhere. That's long lost. Um, you know, bef- before Rick Nash came around, the the peak of the Columbus Blue Jackets fandom. Oh, yes. <laughs> 2002 a wild time yeah good good time for the state of ohio there yeah Yeah. but but yeah i mean yeah you've i feel like everybody's kind of got their own sort of take on this list but to me the top five that that's fine yeah i'm just scrolling down the list to see if i've missed anyone that that i want to that i want to talk about um I don't think so. I think I've covered maybe all of the all of the ones. Again, I like the Flyers logo. I think that's kind of a universally recognized logo. Maybe not as much as the others, but again, it's one the Flyers logo I think is the only logo that hasn't changed in the past like when did they when did they join the league? 1968? 68, yeah. So it's been almost 60 years, I think. I can't do math on the fly, but it's been a long been a long time and they have not changed the logo at all and i kind of respect that about them <laughs> yeah for sure like any any team that really hasn't done any major adjustments to oh other one uh for go back and, and do a retro logo that would have been way higher the uh the the fisherman oh uh, the see, islanders i don't like the fisherman jersey and i understand that that's 
the incorrect opinion to have, just like like objectively speaking. But I don't know what it is. It, I really like... liked their like again in the in the minority here. They had that like black and white alternate with the weird oh. Oh. circle logo. I liked that, and really? I am the only person on the face of the earth that liked that logo. Mm. It's funny how just everything is, um, you know, they change like the logos from like the nineties and stuff because oh, they're, they're terrible. We miss the old branding. And now it's like, Oh my God, we got to get this bag. We got to get the fisherman mm-hmm. bag. We got to get like the, the Anaheim ducks mascot breaking through the Jersey <laughs> bag. Uh, you know, it's like the, the you people know, the love word. nostalgia. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's wild. Um, I want to finish off. Not this is not a, a logo thing necessarily, but I do just want to say, when will we have more NHL teams that are not some combination of red, black, blue, and white? Give me purple. Give me more green. Uh, they will never do pink because pink's not for men, and we couldn't have that. Uh, but I would love, like, I love the the Miami the Miami Heat like neon pink. Mm-hmm. jerseys that they had like give me something like that in the nhl please something else that's not just a different shade of blue yeah although i will say uh light blue with like really like light yellow like the pit panthers uh from college oh yeah one of the more underutilized color schemes and i wish more teams would do that more kind of yes, glad the, it's, it's the, the ucla bruins also have that kind of pale blue and yellow which i only know because i was watching it was college bowl season i was in the states and we were in a ramen place and there was a it was like the tony the tiger bowl or something that was happening and of course because that's the how bowl. capitalism yeah. works in, in america is everything is sponsored by a cereal i think um but i was like yeah that's a, that's a good color scheme more yeah. NHL teams should use this color scheme instead of... I love the the Kraken color scheme, but I was disappointed that it was more dark blue in yeah. a league that is already predominantly dark blue, red, and, and black. Yeah, fair. Let's, let's get some more colors on there. Yeah. Maybe no more yellow. I think yellow is good, but we have enough yellow teams. Well, let's, go, let's go magenta or something yeah. like that. Something, yeah, something just really unexpected. Yeah, the turquoise that's... maybe which i guess that's almost like what the teal the sharks have we, we have to we have to finish this otherwise we're gonna be to, we're gonna be here like in an hour talking we will about, list like, every color on the color palette <laughs> yeah pick your favorite hex code color and put it in the comments and we'll make a we'll make a jersey out of it um that's kind of all we've got for today uh thank you for listening thank you for making us your first listen of the day i'm jay foster you can find me on twitter at underscore jacob foster you can find nick at twitter at underscore ns morgan uh follow locked on blue jackets follow locked on preds hunter's not here so i'm not going to say follow locked on penguins because i don't have to and i think less people should pay attention to the penguins um thank you for making us your first listen every day we are available on all podcast platforms we're over on youtube make sure you tune in tomorrow where gil and rachel will be hanging out uh, and catching you up with all of the current nhl news and uh, make sure you check out Locked on NHL Prospects. They just got done ranking all of the NHL prospect pools. I personally think they did a great job, and I'm not biased in any way whatsoever. Um, but you should go check those guys out as well. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.